everyone, I'm Ian Shapiro. You're listening to Politics Explained, and I am not alone. I'm here with my friends and colleagues. Dalton Dorr. Uh, Ryan Dawkins. Yeah, so they're also in the CU Boulder Political Science Department. Uh, I study American politics, as you already know. Dalton, what do you study? I study comparative politics. Okay, cool. That's fine. And Ryan, what do you do? Uh, I also do American politics. Okay, so we have Dalton outnumbered, and because this is a democracy, that means everything we say is correct and everything he says is incorrect. So I'm just going to lose everything. You're going to lose everything and more. All right. Uh, So there's a lot of things that have been going on in politics uh, this last week, really this last four months uh but we're gonna focus just on the week because we're not super people uh so what we want to talk about is the big stories right the montana special election uh you know body slam gate yeah hashtag body slam body slam (laughs) um we're also going to talk about um the ahca which was passed a few weeks ago by republicans in the house of representatives uh but just now got a report from the congressional budget office uh so we'll talk a little bit about that i also want to uh, go from that, dip a little bit into Trump's budget, what it tells us about his policy priorities and how those priorities are the same or different from what he talked about on the campaign trail, right? So the big story, I mean, do you guys, do you guys have anything else that you'd want to talk about before we get into this Montana? No, we, we could do it organically. We'll just kind of <laughs> meander. Okay, organically, just yeah. how they grow in Montana. So yeah. the Montana special election. Uh, so on the eve of Mon, uh, on the eve of the Montana special congressional election, GOP candidate Greg Gianforte, Gianforte, Gianforte. Yeah, he's got a crazy name. He body slammed Ben Jacobs, who's a reporter for the Guardian, which is a British newspaper. And while Jacobs was at the hospital getting his elbow x-rayed and also some advice from Twitter about how best to repair his glasses uh, that also got smashed, uh, Gianforte's team was busy putting together a, I'll call it a highly dubious official statement, um, blaming uh, Ben Jacobs, the reporter, for... The, the, the liberal reporter. The liberal the reporter. The liberal reporter. reporter for, for creating this, for creating, this mess. For, for grabbing the congressman's... Um, uh, what was this part of your body called? The wrist. The wrist. Yeah, that's right. Um, for grabbing the congressman, the congressman, no, not congressman, the congressional State candidates. Congressman. Yeah, the congressional candidates wrist and body slamming both of them to the ground. Um, oh which, which is, I find odd because what happened was Ben Jacobs, the reporter actually, um, put out the audio of the incident it's, first. It almost sounds like he was about to cry. It sounds like he was after because like you just body slammed me and you broke my glasses. <laughs> <laughs> you broke my you broke my glasses. <laughs> you should have broken my glasses. But what I didn't understand is how you can have audio come out first, an official statement come out, and the audio still trumps the thing that came after it. Normally, when you put out a statement. You're trying to do better than the thing that already happened, but it, it didn't do a good job. And then you had, um, you know, it was a local Fox News team, so it's not like Fox News yeah. media that we know yeah, is being yeah. like hyper conservative. But there was a Fox News team there at the site setting up for the actual event. They saw everything, and they yeah. saw everything. And in fact, they made the account much worse <laughs> than uh, the audio led on. So they said that the congressional candidate grabbed the reporter by the neck with, with by by the throat, by yeah. The, yeah, by the throat, throat neck, you know. Yeah, and by the throat and the neck, which makes it even worse. Uh, with both hands, slammed him to the ground and then punched him. Well, then I think we got our, our we got our terms a little bit wrong because I think officially that's a choke slam. Then that is no longer <laughs> a body slam. Oh my gosh, we blew this. Right? So I'm just saying, like, we need to use correct well, this terminology. Is, this is what I've been talking about. The liberal mainstream media picked up that body slam term and just ran with it. It's a neck slam. Well, what's so amazing about the whole thing too is just how quickly this guy turned. 
You know, like if you if you listen yeah, yeah. to the if you listen to the audio tape, basically the guy goes, "Yeah, no, I'm not I'm not going to talk about this right now." And then literally two seconds later, he goes fucking insane yeah. and just like starts yelling and screaming, and you hear the and also punching, yeah, and punching, punching. and the necking, like the. Right. The yeah. guy went from, from like, 0 to 60, and, yeah. or, like, from 0 to insane, really. I'm going to go ahead and uh, put the audio in. And what yeah, you we'll talk to you about that later. Yeah, but there's not going to be time. I'm just curious if you okay, have the speak with right Shane, now. please. But you don't. Just... I'm sick and tired of you guys. The last Jesus time you came here, you did the same thing. Get the hell out of here. Jesus. Get the hell out of here. The last guy did the same thing. You were the guardian? Yes, and you just broke my glasses. You, the last guy did the same damn thing. You just body slammed me and broke my glasses. Get the hell out of here. You'd like me to get the hell out of here, I'd also like to call the police. Can I get you guys' names? Hey, you gotta leave. He just body slammed me. You gotta leave. Okay, cool. So that was the audio of a man getting beaten. No, actually, I shouldn't say a man getting beaten by another man, because that's not why this is news. That happens every single day. Uh, this is a GOP congressional candidate in Montana's special election grabbing a reporter. A British reporter. A liberal British reporter. Oh, gosh. Um, so then the big question is, uh, does this loosen the election? Boy, you would hope so, right? You would hope so. Uh, so so a, a few numbers. Trump won Montana in 2016 by 20 points. Uh, this congressional seat, which is an at-large congressional seat, Montana just has one congressional yeah. district. It's very, so it's sparsely populated. Uh, it hasn't been controlled by the Democratic Party since 1996. So statistically, it looks like no. So what is the special, I mean, so again, catch me up since I'm not the American politics guy in the room, but yeah. so catch me up. What exactly is the special election for in Montana? Yeah. So it's, so, yeah, um, go ahead. So no. this, the sitting congressman uh, was appointed into the Trump cabinet as interior okay. secretary. And so this was a special election to fill his seat. So th this election, along with the Georgia election, that's going to be occurring in a couple of weeks. Um, the handle Ossoff. Yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah, the, the, the Ossoff election. Those are both special elections designed to replace uh, congressmen who are now in Trump's cabinet. So, okay, so there's this open seat. Does that also mean then that we are have we only have like one Republican and one Democratic candidate for these for mm -hmm. this position? Yeah. Okay, so this isn't like I, I'm going back to what I what I know of like special elections and since I'm from California, like the, the governor recall in which it was kind of just this free for all in terms of, and so when you ask like whether or not he's going to lose the election, boy, I hope so. But then again, under the, under, that's my understanding that there's going to be a bunch of candidates vying for this position. But yeah, what you're no. telling me is that this is going to be just like any other election where we have one candidate from each yep. of the major parties. Yeah, yeah exactly. Okay. And so yeah. Okay. And it, it kind of throws a lot of, so a lot of people were looking at the lead, the lead up to this race saying like, this is going to be a bellwether for what the Democrat Republican generic ballot might look like in the 2018 midterms. But now that we have the body or the next slam variable, um, we can't, we, well, we're going to have a harder time teasing yeah. out partisan anti Trump effects with, you know, bad, bad quality candidate kind of effects. Right. I don't know. It's so, you know, to, to, to maybe throw in a little bit of optimism uh, from the throw down. Fr yeah, throw down. From the statistics that you gave, I mean, Montana is has been known to elect Democrats statewide occasionally. I mean, it elected John Tester mm -hmm. um, uh, to the U.S. Senate, um, and it also has elected uh, 
Brian Schweitzer, a Democrat in the governor's office. So the uh, uh, Montanans aren't opposed to electing Democrats, mm-hmm. right? The problem is, is is this uh, choke slam, if you will, is it going to actually affect things? And it's really hard to tell at this point. And I would be surprised. I, w- I wouldn't be surprised if uh, he still won. Um, for for two reasons, uh, I know internal polling was showing that um, uh, Quist, uh, the the the, yeah, the, the Democrat, Democrat, was within about five to six points of of him as of like last week. And there's already been a lot of early and, voting. And in. but the problem is, is uh, over half the ballots have already been cast yeah. prior to last night, and so basically there would have to be a huge. Mm-hmm. Um, a huge swing for Quist mm-hmm. uh, t- today for people showing up doing the same day. Something, I mean, if they had just a few more days on this, the Democrats would probably be able to, I, I think they'd be able to take it because their strategy right now is very personal. You've seen that the canvassers are now going door to door with the audio that we played earlier. Yeah. And they're showing that to individuals, either yeah. to depress the vote, or probably just for turnout, because I don't think they'd be canvassing right. at this point the other side. They kind of know who's in their camp and who's oh, not. Oh, great strategy. Love that. Well, it's it's cool, what? right? I mean, like, here, here's this audio. Like, you're don't a go. Well, it, you, the, message, the message you send is, is a bit strange, don't you think? Like, here, here, here's, you know, here's the opposing candidate. Don't vote. Like it, come on, like really, like that's what we're that's what we're kind of relegated to. In, in wait, is he not saying like, they're not saying don't vote. No, they're, 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 they're saying, saying don't vote like for this guy. Yeah, they're trying to influence. I mean, we know that persuasion is hard. These people are still going to be Republicans right. at the end of the day. They're trying to persuade them to say this isn't the Republican that you want, right? This isn't this isn't Batman, Dark Knight. Yeah, but, but but yeah, so to Ian's point anymore, like we're not going around trying to convince people. Like I know you're a Republican, try to vote for the Democrat. We're not doing that anymore because it's nearly impossible. So. The idea behind doing this canvassing is basically to, to go around and say like, vote well, suppression. well, yeah, exactly. Just don't, you know, like vote, vote, whatever, non-applicable. Just don't yeah. like spoil your ballot, whatever it is. Like, just don't go out and vote. And if you were going to do voter suppression and trying to like stay on color, you'd think they would just send people around doing half Nelsons. Because <laughs> that seems to be the Montana way. Uh, okay, so I think we're we're gonna be yeah. done with our discussion. Well, can, can I just say one more thing? Yeah, of course. Um, if I had to, if I had to handicap the uh, the race, I would say you need to be looking at two at two counties. You want to look at um, Yellowstone County, which is where Billings is, mm-hmm. and then you also want to look at um, uh, the county where Great Falls is. Those are the two counties that are going to be a, kind of the bellwethers of the state. Uh, Quist needs to really run up the vote in uh, in the Great Falls area. Mm-hmm. Um, and at this point, if I, if I had to handicap it, I would say maybe 50-50 chance of Quist, Quist winning. Um, but yeah, I would not I would not be surprised if uh, the Republicans still win. And we'll be sure to keep our eyes out on you know what kind of disciplinary uh, things occur from party leadership, right? If, yeah. if and when he takes this seat. Well, I mean, uh, he has a court date. I yeah, mean, he has a court I date mean, between now court, and June seventh. He's, he's been charged with um, with assault. assault. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, okay, so we actually ate up a ton of our time with the Montana special election. Um, so we're gonna do really quick about um, the AHCA CBO. How much time? How much time do we have? Uh, I mean, we've been going for ten minutes now, okay. right? Um, and and I mean, I, I know Dalton. What's your time looking like? Yeah, uh, I mean, I I was going to get a. I, I, was, I had a lunch date, so okay. we'll see whenever they let me know. I mean, whenever they get Okay, there. cool. You're a very busy man. I'm a busy man. I'm a busy man. Um, so then, okay, then let's just see where this takes us. <laughs>